Thank you for tuning in. You are listening to You're Not Crazy. And damn it, neither am I. So what's the point of this station? The point is, I see a lot of crazy crap in life, and I love to talk about it. And I'm sharing it here because I want you to know you're not the only one who sees some of the crap going on that you do. I see it too, and I love to call it out when I see it. So I'm your host, Mish. Just a little bit about me before I start going in on what's going on. I am based in Houston, Texas. So if you're in Houston, definitely give me a shout back, say something, say hello, even if you're in Texas. I love it. Um, but I'm in Houston. I'm a hur- Hurricane Harvey survivor. Um, I am a Fox News contributor. I contributed to the Isaiah Carey show. And if you don't know who Isaiah Carey is, he is the infamous reporter who had a bug fly in his mouth while he was out in the country <laughs> doing a news report. So you should go look up the reporter with a fly in his mouth. Um, I also am a talk show host. I have a show of my own called You, Me, and We, the ultimate relationship show with Mish. You can actually listen to that on the Synergy Radio Network. There's a Facebook page under Synergy, and let me spell it for you because some people really have trouble with it. It's S-Y-N-E-R-G-Y. So look up Synergy Radio Network and um, you'll find my show, You, Me, and We, The Ultimate Relationship Show. And what we do is we talk about all things relationship. We, last week's episode, talk about G-spots, A-spots, and U-spots. If you want to know what those are, you're going to have to go watch and see what that's about. And then leave some feedback. We read every ounce of it. Um, I'm also a blogger. And an author, and I did have a, about a 13-year career as an award-winning print journalist right here in Houston. So enough of being professional. Can we get on with what's going on? And right now what's going on is panhandling. I can't stand it. And I have to just pull this out and just put this on the table because it drives me insane. I have finished driving, pulled over. I am not driving and talking. But let me say this. I cannot stand a panhandler. Homeless person with a sign in their hand saying, I am homeless and hungry. And you have keys on a key ring. If you are homeless, what do you have keys to? It's a clue. It's a sign. What the hell do you have keys for? I mean, real talk. Don't tell me you're homeless and you're jingling keys. Don't tell me you're homeless and you don't have any money. And your fade was just tightened up last week. And I'm not lying to you. There are some people who say they're homeless, and if you watch them long enough, we'll go back and get in their cars around the corner and go home. I can't deal with it. Worse yet, I said I was in Houston right after Hurricane Harvey, and I am not lying to you. Once that water went down and a lot of people were evacuated, including me, we all went to shelters or family homes. In the kindest way possible, let me say this. If you're a homeless person, this was your opportunity to get in a shelter, get fed, get clothed, get supplies, get what you need. This was your unique opportunity to do that. But a lot of homeless people didn't. They're right back on the streets. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Two thirds of Houston is in a shelter right now or is taking shelter somewhere else. And you're still out here begging. Bruh. Everybody lost everything. Who the hell did you think you were getting donations from? And this is the kind of crap that just hacks me off in the course of a day. I'm like, you got to be kidding me with the begging. So, yeah, sometimes I do give money to people who really, really just, you know, they're homeless. You know, they don't have anything. The poor dog is starving. 
I get that. But some people, you, you got to pass me up with that. And I'm a single lady too. Don't don't ask me for money. Ask a grown man for money. But don't don't be a grown man begging a woman for money. That that's just it. Just it chaps my butt somehow, some way. Just it chaps my ass. I don't like it. So anyway, let me just put that on the table. So while I'm still talking about all things homeless, I apparently seem to have stumbled on a theme today. I gotta go in, gotta, gotta, gotta go in on donation boxes. And I don't know where you are in the world. You could be in Holland, you could be in South Africa, you could be right here in the USA with me. But right here in Houston, Texas, we got a little something, something going on. It's been happening for about the last 10 years and it just drives me to distraction. But uh, you could be driving and uh, look around and in just about any parking lot, large parking lot to something like a grocery store or a place where you might see a Old Navy or Forever 21, big shopping centers, big retail centers, you're going to see donation boxes and they look like large dog houses. There's just no other way to describe it. They're wooden boxes with this little door on the front. And you're supposed to drive up and drop your stuff in those donation boxes. Now, I don't know who those boxes belong to or where your stuff goes. And that is the problem with these boxes. Real talk. You do better having a garage sale, making sure your stuff went where it was supposed to go. But these boxes collect all kinds of stuff. And you have no idea who you're giving it to. You have no idea if they're turning around and having a garage sale. You have no idea if they're making money off stuff you could have made money off of. You could have blessed somebody with a $50 jacket for 50 cents, but no. You dropped your crap in an anonymous box and you don't even know if someone picks it up for sure or where it's going when you're done with it. I mean, quite frankly, it could have been a resale shop that's making extra money off your stuff. So you should ask me why I can't stand these boxes. There's a little something something that goes on in my life. I didn't mention but I am a ooh, 19 year real estate professional in my city and I managed for a living for a while um, office buildings, retail centers, industrial centers. Um, and as the manager of those properties, these damn boxes would end up on my property without permission, taking up parking spaces, killing bushes. I can't stand them. Look, folks, if you got stuff to give, give it to somebody. Don't throw your stuff in a box. And let me just say this for the record. Everybody who did put something in a box prior to Hurricane Harvey, your stuff is gone. I mean, it is floated away. It is gone. You don't know who got it. If those boxes are watertight, uh, you don't even know if raccoons are living inside the box. I'm not even trying to be funny about it. You don't even know who or what is in the damn box. Um, if you want to give your stuff away, give it, get it, send it to a place where you know who's going to get the stuff. Don't, don't, don't put stuff in a box. Take a second. Make sure somebody who needs what you got gets what you got. It just, it's just, it's simple. But again, it's just an observation. It's some of the stuff in life I can't stand. And, um, but I got to turn a corner. Got to turn a corner. No more homeless people in, in, in the plight of the homeless. Um, this is going to have to be a whole nother section. So give me a second. Let me turn this corner. We'll be right back with You're Not Crazy. Okay, so we're turning a corner and my nerves are bad. Let me just say that when I say my nerves are bad, that's that's my cue phrase 
for telling you. I'm a little pissed off, a little ticked off. I'm a little, I'm a little upset right now. I, I, I could be upset about much bigger things in this world, but I will say I'm a very big energy person and I don't like when my energy has been shifted to something negative. So I'm going to take about 10 seconds to focus on this, release this negative energy and then get back to having a nice positive life. Um, but the reason why my energy has been shifted from something positive to slightly, slightly negative, trust me, there are bigger fish to fry in this world, is because someone wants to go in on Facebook and argue. You, you, you got to be kidding me, right? What is with the wanting to argue with a stranger on Facebook? Where, I don't even understand. I'm stumbling. I'm stuttering. How in the world do you find the time and the energy and the vocabulary to argue with a stranger because either you don't understand what they said or you disagree with what they said. I mean, you got to stop with the trolling for stuff you don't understand and then going in on a stranger. You gotta wonder about these people. The reason I'm frustrated is because I choose not to engage them, but just like any other human being, I'm standing here sitting here rather in front of a computer in a small state of disbelief that someone took the time. Whew, I don't get it. I don't understand it. But people will go in on you. Now, back in the day when I was younger, Facebook was newer. Sure, would have taken the time, would have had a, a nice little back and forth with someone. But these, you know, these keyboard kings and queens, these people who get brave behind the keyboard and brave hiding behind a computer screen, it's not worth it. I, I don't know who these people are in real life. Probably somebody who's naturally timid, who's who's finding the <laughs> that courage behind the keyboard. I don't know. It's really not worth the energy, but it just surprises me when I see someone go in. I guess being a former journalist, I should be happy that people have discovered that little thing we call freedom of speech, your right to express yourself, and I get that, but Jesus, really? So right now, my energy is all twisted around because, quite frankly, I'd really rather go in. I'm just not engaging it, choosing to be a higher person, a little bit better about it, but you know this is what people do. And to that, you know, just to add to that, I just... The other day, read a story about your girl, Solange, Solange Knowles, and it just talked about her canceling a concert that she had. She has a concert out of the country. And she had to cancel it because she has some autoimmune um, disorder. We'll just, I think that's what the article called it. I think that's as far as we're going to get with exactly what it is. But the bottom line is she said she had an illness and she's canceling the concert, but she promises to come back and make it up. And it happens. Janet Jackson just did it. She had a baby. She canceled a tour for two years. She came back and made up on her on her promise. But um, if you bothered to read the comments underneath that article, and this article, by the way, is on TMZ. You can go look it up yourself again on TMZ.com. There were over 200 comments at the time I found the article um, that went in on this girl. Oh, my God. I see why celebrities will say, I don't read the blogs. This girl was called everything but Mama Knowles' child. This girl was called the N-word. She was called various primates. You, you, you have to be kidding me that this is what 
you take the time to do. Um, some of the usernames uh, were just sick, you know, catching in by his toe with someone's username. Really? Because I dare you to do that Monday through Friday in an African-American person's face. Are you kidding me? So the, the, the keyboard courage that people are finding, you know, I, I guess I should be happy that people are exposing who they are. But when you discover what they are, that's when life gets just a little disappointing. So, you know, that's just my little two cents there on, on keyboard courage. I just, you know, I can't, I can't deal with it some days. Other days I'm a bigger person and I let it go. So for now, I think I'm going to let it go and I'm going to go back to that TMZ article and see what else is out there. I happen to have some friends who are friends with her and I can't imagine what it must be like to be a friend and know that this is what the world says about your friend. So anyway, wouldn't it be great if people were kind and considerate? I'll be back. Got more rants, got more crap to share. Hey, I want to give a shout out to Avery Washington, a new user here on Anchor. Thank you so much for listening, Avery. We're watching you and we can see you. Love it. Taking a pause to give Alpha Wolf Tribe a little love for listening. Thank you so much. By the way, coolest name ever. Okay, so before I wrap this one up, I, um, I've definitely got to change the tone. I've certainly changed my energy. And um, these are a few final thoughts as we are about to get out of 2017 and get into 2018. Um, I'm real big on right now. Do it right now. I don't know what people are waiting for. I don't understand why we have to let the new year ring in before we start some shit. Um, that just doesn't make any damn sense to me. Today, right now, this very second, whatever it is you said you were going to do, get up and do it. I mean, what the hell are we waiting for? Some random date on a calendar. Some of you, and, and, and Lord forgive me because I'm going to go here, but some of you aren't making it into 2018. If there was someone you needed to apologize to, um, today's a great day. Go for it. Why are we waiting? Um, if there is, I don't know, something that you needed to do, like if you, I don't know, you want to go skydive, book the plane, skydive already, I, get her done. Waiting for 2018 or some random date on the calendar because somehow in society, I, I, I guess it means something, just doesn't make any sense. And it really reeks of a procrastinator's spirit. So I would beg you to really reconsider um, now, if you're listening to this after we have already turned the page into the new year, let's get realistic about New Year's resolutions. They they suck <laughs> and they don't work. Um, you should resolve all the time to improve something, um, change something, just, you know, stop doing something, start doing something. I don't know what it is. But again, waiting for a new year. Oh, I'll wait for my birthday. You keep on waiting to see if you make it to that day, because again, some of you aren't going to make it. Today is a great day. It's a great day for anything and everything. Um, it is not always easy to jump up and, and, and make today that day. But I'm trying to tell you, at the age that I'm at, the older you get, you start to realize how freaking fast life flies by. 
So how much time do you think you have, yo? Like I'm past 40. I'll be honest with you. I know I talk like a kid sometimes. Sometimes I'm a grown woman. I can do that. That's how I feel some days. But real talk. At this age, you, you look back and go, damn, where did it go? And, and while I can account for every second, those seconds flew by in a blink. So if you're young and you're listening, I promise you, whatever advice your grandma was giving you, listen to it, unless she was crazy and medicated. Um, if you're an older person, you know, let, let's not take for granted we have tomorrow because some of you may not. Get her done right now. Get her done today that's the texan in me coming out by the way get her done just do it but waiting for 2018 or waiting for a birthday or waiting i don't know for the spring thaw or whatever it is in your life that's significant just doesn't make any damn sense sit down write out the goal put it somewhere where you're going to see it always if you got to put it in lipstick or chapstick on the bathroom mirror so you see it every day then do that put it on a post-it note stick it on the rear view mirror of the car I don't know, take a picture of, of your goal, make it your screensaver on your cell phone. But but this waiting and this New Year's resolution crap, you're not gonna hold to it. Let me tell you why. What you're going to do is you're gonna make a long list of stuff. I don't know, five, 10, 15 things you're gonna do that you think you're gonna do in 2018. That list is gonna be serious. It's gonna, it's gonna be thick. It's gonna be uh, full of stuff, good, well-intended things. But then when you realize life is still going on and nothing about life has stopped because we changed a calendar year, you start to realize all that stuff you put on that list is hard to accomplish. A little bit here, a little bit there, keep it moving, works a lot better. So don't set yourself up for a couple of things. Don't set yourself up with high expectations for something that after all these years of living, you know, good and damn well, ain't gonna happen. Stop it with the lists already. If you actually finished what you did on your 2017 New Year's resolution list, then fine. You can turn this off. Stop listening. You don't need this. But if you didn't finish that list, why are we making a new one? And the other thing is this. If you're not going to finish what's on the list, it sets you up for disappointment. It sets you up to not want to continue to try. And that's defeating the purpose. So I said in an earlier segment, I'm very big on energy. Why would you set your energy up to be in a negative place? Anyway, with all that said, have a happy new year, you guys. Make it a good one. <laughs>